Uh, let's see what's trending on social media next. Join the conversation. You're with Cape Talk. Barbara Friedman at 9.35. Welcome. Morning. Um, the big trending, the, the chattering, or the chattering classes on socials are around politics in South Africa at the moment, particularly Roger Jardine, who's in the news, obviously different views, different depending who you are. Um, and, and my sense, and I was saying this to you just before I came on, is the ANC also completely like freaking out about all these things that are happening. I mean, this very strange EFF ANC shirt swapping moment that we saw took place over the weekend. These alleged 50 EFF members who were fired after that F&B transport debacle around the, the EFF's birthday, mm. the ANC have welcomed them back into the fold, but they had a shirt swapping ceremony. Anyway. That's by the by, but it just makes me laugh because Joe thinks it's hysterical. Joe's canning himself. He is. So that was just to me, that's an example of it. It's like you're digging, you're, like you, you're pulling at straws, folks. And Fakile Mbalula, who was very proud of this shirt-swapping moment, has also said some very strange things about Roger Jardine. I mean, I was saying to you, one of the quotes he's been quoted as saying was, while Roger Jardine's family were a big part of the liberation struggle, he wasn't, not him. He said he's a beneficiary of BE. He was made by capital and capital has chosen him. So he's a puppet of capital. And he speaks about other veterans that are being selected one by one. Like and Murphy the, and the president is not So a that's why I'm saying pointing one finger forward, three fingers pointing mm. back at you. What about Cyril Ramaphosa? What about a whole lot of people within the ANC? But like why, Fikile, are you deciding that that is the biggest problem? It's the nature of the politics. It's so I superficial. Know. It's an insult to my intelligence. It really is. And Roger was on this morning on 702 with Bongani Bingwa. That article will be on our website later this morning with the interview um, and him just saying you know we need to be a re- we need a responsive state we need to fix the state we need um, to get parliament functioning properly again and we need to get active citizens involved and um, he was talking about this spirit of social solidarity and um, you know, not to have the schizophrenic relationship between the private sector and the public sector. And he was saying, yes, you need a public sector. That is something separate. But you need to have a better working relationship. Mm. And, yeah, I mean, it does make sense. Um, let's see what happens. I, I'm scared of big business. Me too. I'm really scared of big business. Um, I think to a great extent they're still narrowly focused, you know, on profit. And that's what they say is their imperative. I'm saying, no, we've got more imperatives. We've got social imperatives. We've got environmental Which imperatives. That's what he's trying to say. Yeah. 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 And I, yeah, I'm w- w- interested in just how loaded that social <laughs> word is. Exactly. <laughs> and also, how do you manage that relationship between public and private? Because it is a very slippery yeah. slope. And it is, I think the developmental state is a means to an end. And I think uh, we've lost focus on that one. Yeah. And we should be using, we should be using our SOEs for that developmental purpose, but we've been looting it yeah. instead of using it. Well, I mean, I'm interested to see where this goes, um, the the whole, this whole movement, um, that ro- the, the Change Starts Now platform. Let's see I, I, I like the noises. And I, I, like I also s- like the noises. I mean, he's also emphasizing things like non-racialism as a very, um, like as a founding principle. Um, just a slightly like back to kind of old. I want old anti-racism. School. I want unequivocal okay. anti-racism. Well, One race only, human race. Except, Otherwise, you know, I'm not interested. Yeah.
It's only poor and rich. The, yeah. Yeah. Morning, Clarence, we use to Africanize the peanut butter conspiracy. Die grond boinkie botter saam is Yeah, I kind of work, Ken. Yeah, so I don't know. I think I, I think big noises and I think a big business support. And but it just feels like such a bun fight at the moment. It feels like the ANC are just like panicking about the veterans. I am so excited. They don't like to like... They it's don't, shaking up the politics, and that's the only thing. I know. Let's see what happens. Um, the second thing we're going to talk about is Taylor Swift. So, yes, this is a few days old, but it's still trending in all sorts of ways. So Taylor Swift named the Time Person of the Year... Um, we know every year Time magazine does this, puts someone on the cover. Um, it's someone who has influenced the world in the past 12 months. It's always had some controversy. And I was looking through all the history of Time People of the Year. I mean, in 1938, it was Hitler. So it's not always a, in, in an entirely positive sense, although I think it's got a bit more so, although maybe not, because I know Vladimir Putin was on the list of potential winners for this year. Um, and I think he was on for last year when Zelensky w was put on the cover. But Taylor Swift has, had, has certainly got people frothing at the, at, the, at the mouth, particularly the American right wing who, you know, thinks she is this terrible influence on politics, terrible influence on Americans. And so there's so much going on online. Um, I mean, some of it's ludicrous. They're coming up with these conspiracy theories as how she's being used as a political weapon by the Democrats to get people to, to vote for the Democrats. Um, but she's this, you know, um, they describe her as this um, hyper-promiscuous, childless woman aging and alone with a cat. Mm. And, and those are the baby boomers. And that, and Who that came is, through the hippie era. Well, <laughs> I don't know if it is. Please, please, that's very insulting. But anyway, um, but I mean, in addition to that, obviously, the Time magazine picture is her with her, her beloved um, uh, ragdoll cat. Ragdolls are very, very sweet dog-like cats. They are very like friendly. So, but Benjamin Button is her beloved cat, and he's draped over her shoulders like a little fur coat and of course the other hilarious thing is that people obviously are trying to imitate that in their own little videos and memes for socials they're trying to put their cats around their neck with a lot of uh, lack of success so the cats are screaming and like scratching and they will have none of it but they're trying yeah how, how does um, I, I don't know I don't know she's as fickle as Vikile Taylor <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I'm not sure what I can't. I, like, there are people, more progressive people, saying ridiculous. Like, why are you picking Taylor Swift? Um, she has huge influence. I don't know. Look, no, I'm does. not a. Yeah, I mean, she does. I mean, let's just take a step back of what we personally think. She is, um, you know, and even with this last tour when she gave all the her her workers this massive bonus. I mean, she does massive things. Unlike m many other people in her position. Did I just call her as fickle as Fikile? <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm going to use that again. Um, yeah, look, I mean, she's... Um, and then, of course, and this was, I thought, interesting, was that a whole lot of pro-Palestinian people jumped in and they were criticizing it and saying, you know, she's this, you know, billionaire white woman who... You know, I, I, I just find the, the way people jump in and criticize from all sides kind of throws some, what's the word that I'm looking for? It's kind of ludicrous. This pro-Palestinian posts going, this white American woman billionaire who could end the genocide of Palestinians with an IG post is time person of the year. 
white nonsense, white violence, white love of black and brown genocide. These are the kinds of comments. You've got the right wing of America slagging her off. You've got the semi some section of the work slagging off. I'm, I give up. Yeah, the polarity in the world. Social does media. I don't, I don't understand any of it. Mm. No I don't understand it. it. Where is the middle ground? There, I don't know. Are we allowed to be in the middle ground? Mm. You know, when I was young, I think I used to think the middle ground was like not the place to be. But as I'm getting older, I really like that is where I aspire to be. Like the reasonable person. Yeah, I just aspire to opt out of social media completely. Well, that would be even better. But I can't even get newspapers, touch and feel newspapers anymore. <laughs> and even when I get them, I don't want to read them. Okay. Absolutely. What else do you have? The last one, it's something that the News 24 covered at the end of last week, and I just it just interested me. Um, they were doing, uh, the person who wrote the article, William Brederode, wrote about uh, these new, what? well, they're not that new, these WhatsApp channels. I don't know if you are aware of WhatsApp channels. We're certainly going to be setting one up quite soon for our content, for Cape Talk. And so you get all the media houses and everyone else and their aunties are setting up WhatsApp channels. So if you go to your WhatsApp, like say you're on WhatsApp web, for example, there's a section with a little like talk button. If you just hover over it, it says channels. Mm -hmm. If you click on that, you see all these channels uh, and you can find channels. And they were showing, they did an article which came up with a very interesting discovery. And that is that a local South African channel, um, it's called the Deep South, um, sorry, the Deep South Reptile Rescue, Deep South Reptile Rescue, based here in the Deep South, has almost 250,000 followers on its WhatsApp channel, one of the biggest followings locally in South Africa. And so they were just saying, well, that's interesting. You know, ETV has a lot of followers. There are a few other people that have a lot of followers. And the Deep South Reptile Rescue has, like, one of the biggest followings in, it's in South Africa. If you're living there, you want to be following. Well, <laughs> so, so they were saying it's launched three months ago. So the platform was launched three months ago. And it is one of the largest to have emerged in South Africa. Um, the News 24 said that they could find ETV as 1.5 million members, followed by Mzanzi Magic and the Kaiser Chiefs. I mean, I saw there were massive followings on the soccer, on the soccer, mm. on the football clubs. And um, they launched this, Meta launched this in September of 2023. So it's only been going for a few months. And now the Rept Deep South Reptile Rescue, an expert snake handler, said that a combination of interest and luck has probably driven the success of the channel. He says, uh, Steve Mann, who's the owner of Deep South Reptile Rescue, um, he says, I believe it is, is to be because of a hunger of no for knowledge. People are just hungry to learn about the things that I'm teaching. And he actually posts articles on the channel, like environmental articles about snakes, I think um, it's got more to do with there being an over-concentration of snakes in the Deep South. It's well, I do, that's what I was wondering. You want to have that uh, that You want to know, who, you want to know where Ghostbusters yeah. is when you see a snake Absolutely. in your garden. And you will see a snake and if you And I do love the fact, and I hope this is what it's saying, is that people are more environmentally uh, aware. And so they're not going, let's go slug the snake. Absolutely. Let's call in snake busters to come and take the snake and relocate it somewhere safely slug the snake i love that slug the snake don't slug the snakes okay, please slug. thank you